Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. This is Anthony Robbins host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. This is Anthony Robbins host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. So we giving y'all real, real long. <laughs> I've been lying for so long. I've been lying for so long. <laughs> Believe me, I'm probably a porno, pornoologist. We cannot continue to deny women or minorities access to a system that has everything but their input. You are now listening to she says she want to drink, do drugs, and have sex tonight. But I got church in the morning, church in the morning. She says she want to drink. Mike test, one, two, three. Mike test, one, two, three. Oh, yes, he is coming through. All right, what up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. Now, I always have a, a problem reading that introduction because when I get to podcaster, podcast, when I get to listener and podcaster centric podcast ecosystem, I'm like, what the hell? So, man, this is episode 134. Um, my guest uh, co host today is the homie Bo Scott from Texacana, man. How you doing? Yo, what up? I'm here. Uh, you from the Arkansas side of Texarkana? You know, I always talk on the podcast and I tell people, you know, they always be like, I know when, when I met people in Dallas, they'll be like, are you from the Texas side or the Arkansas side? And I'm always like, I'm from the Texas side because we always had a rival. <laughs> right. But me right. and you, we grew up together in church. So it was kind of like, not to be funny, like Rico and Glenn and all of them. Like we used to hang out with y'all on Arkansas side, right. Eric McFadden and them. So it was kind of hard to like dislike you guys. Right. But like outside of you guys, it was like, yeah, fuck everybody else. From Arkansas <laughs> yeah, side. yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel you on that. <laughs> so you reached out to me this week, man. And you wanted to uh, talk. Well, you reached out to me last week and mm-hmm. you were like, Hey man, I want to come on and I want to talk a little bit about religion. And I knew you, you were a preacher's kid, and um, you had your sisters and your brothers yep. that were preacher's kids. You were at the same church in Full Gospel in Texarkana, and your dad branched out and had his own church, right. and that became different. But I was asking you before we got on the podcast, what made you want to reach out to me, you know, to talk religion? Like, what was on your mind? It seemed like something was, you know, on your mind or in your spirit where you was like, hey, man, I just want to get out here and talk about something. Well, uh First thing is it needs to be addressed yeah. and it and it, we need to have a mature conversation about it. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, people want to avoid it. Yeah. And I mean, like me and you have discussed before, um, there's tons of good stuff that comes with our upbringing. We always talk about how we feel like we're morally better than a lot of people. And I really do feel like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. And uh, but I know there was a lot of uh, uh, drawback, too. Yeah. And there was a lot of negativity that yeah. came along with it. And I, I kind of think that it was a, a more along the lines of I think a lot of the people, the adults in the church, just didn't know 
they didn't even understand what they were believing. They sure. had no clue. They were just going off off the hip with whatever they were uh, believing and, and uh, worshiping. And I just think that it needs to be addressed with yeah. all the information that we have, have out idea. now in yeah. the information age. Yeah. It, this this needs to be talked about. And it's funny because I know when it comes to religion, a lot of people like when they listen to my podcast. If I talk about religion. I'm like, man, I believe in church. I believe, Well, I don't really believe in the institution of church, but I do believe in God and it being someone bigger and someone who created this earth. Because right. if you think about how your body heals, if you think about how, you know, you really don't need all this prescription medicine. Right. You know what I'm man. saying? You don't need a script. If man. you really just go back to like the organic parts of the earth and powders and think like little things you can take from plants and create a serum, right. you can heal yourself with what? God put on this earth. Hell yeah, and that's what it's here for, man. And you know what I'm saying? And, right. and that's from marijuana to whatever else, but it's like there's so many things that, uh, for me, I just look at it from a lot of people when it comes to religion in my perspective, and I meant to put out uh, a video this morning on Instagram, but it wouldn't take, but I was talking about how most people, the, the things that they believe in, it's not even their own beliefs, it was inherited from their parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Right. Because when you wake up and you're a kid, your parents wake you up for church, you know, and they say, right. hey, you got to go to Sunday school. Hey, you need to read your Bible. Get hey, you, hell up. you know they what I'm saying? Like that, yeah, yeah, but you got to get up. And it was times I was like, I don't want to go to church. <laughs> right. And you inherited that. You inherited those beliefs. And I've told the story so many times where I was messing around with this girl in Texarkana. And while I was having sex with her, we had previously like going weeks back. She wanted to get a tattoo on her back. Uh -huh. And I was like, nah, you don't need to get no tattoos. The Bible says I use whatever that scripture that they used to talk about. You shouldn't Marking mark your, your skin body, and yeah. whatever. And I was like, you know, you shouldn't do that. And then weeks later, me hitting it from the back, I see the tattoo on her back after I turned over, started hitting it from the back. And I was like, I stopped and I was like, you got a tattoo on your back. We talked about this. And she looked at me and she was like, are you serious, nigga? You having sex with me right now. You sinning right now. And you going, you hypocritical. And I was just like, that's how bad the church had my mind right. messed up. And a lot of other people minds right. messed up. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't feel like you, I feel like the way we were raised and the things that we had to deal with with religion, like you said, it was the pros of having friends, you know, at that young age, learning right. to have real close friends, knowing what brotherhood was about. Um, even, even from the things of like going on those trips when we used to go to convocation, like we built so much rich friendships, man. But the cons were, like you said, a setback of some of us being great at sports, but not getting that early lease on life to go ahead and right. explore those options. Not to be funny. Maybe it would have been more money out there for us. Maybe it would have been better experiences. Maybe it would have right. been things that, and, and, and like we say, we're morally good now. And it's like, imagine we could have been those dudes in NFL probably doing what we do and making mistakes, but also being able to keep other people in line, being great leaders right. because most of us, Paul and them, like they got their own band. You used to, you used to be a youth minister too, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Actually I am still a licensed and ordained elder. I'm just yeah. not acting on yeah. it anymore. Yeah. What, so what made you not want to act on it? I just couldn't. Uh, the last church I was at before me and my ex-wife got divorced. Um, <clears throat> it was a guy that um, he's a really good guy, man. He, he was pretty much like her dad coming yeah. up. And man, I would be in there preaching. And then when his knowledge was brought to me in 2012, man, big shout out to my boy Mike Walker um, and uh, my cousin uh, Tim Blevins. They brought the knowledge oh, yeah, to I me. Tim. And it was just, and I got angry at first. Yeah. And I was pissed off. So what I did was, as a minister, I'm going to go to the Bible and I'm going to shut all this shit down they talk about. <laughs> so I went and I started looking. And I'm a history major. I have yeah. a degree in history. Yeah. So I started looking and then I started comparing it. What was said in the Bible to actual historical facts? Yeah. I was like, man, this shit ain't adding, it's up. Not adding up. So you know, over the years, I just 
uh, well, that was 2012. Fast forward to 2015, I said, man, I, me and my wife are going, going ex-wife were going through a divorce, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I can't do this anymore. So I told a pastor, yeah. when when he counseled us, I was like, bro, I can't lie to these people no more. Yeah. I know a lot of this stuff is not accurate. Yeah, it's not. It's just not true. I don't care how you want to believe a lot of those. It's just not true, it's and not I true. can prove it. And that's what we're gonna do today. It's just not true, and yeah. I can't get up there and tell them stories yeah. that are mythical stories yeah. that were given. To you by people We don't even know Who the hell wrote the Bible We don't have a clue well, no. So how, how can I sit up there and, t- and my main issue A-Ray was the heaven or hell And, and you said A-Ray <laughs> I always tell my girl I'd be like If somebody ever You ever hear somebody Call me A-Ray What do I always say they actually know who the hell I am Go ahead with your story <laughs> Hey So man Hey So I'm like Listen we, we gotta We gotta have a discussion About this Because you can't tell somebody, and I told I told the apostle, I said, you cannot tell somebody they're going to hell. So so I used the, the analogy of let's talk about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Yeah. Martin Luther King was the Christian, yeah. right? Yeah. Malcolm X was the Muslim, right? Yeah. Now, when they both got converted to their separate religions, who lived a better life historically? Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. He wasn't. He wasn't. He had hoes. They yeah. didn't. They didn't record him knocking down chicks in yeah. the hotel room like they did Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. Yeah. Now who went to heaven or hell when they died? Yeah. So I had to start looking at it from that vantage point. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. Bro. I think for me, the thing that changed for me is like I remember being in like tenth grade and my mom and my dad wasn't together, and my mom had her first decision of she was like, I want to leave the church, and she's like, I just want to start a new life. I want to go to Dallas, and I was like. Well, we should go. Right. First of all, I'm 10, in 10th grade. I'm like, I know the hoes in Dallas is banging. <laughs> right. I know if she's ready to lead a church, I get to play football. Right. You know what I'm saying? And she ended up staying, and I ended up having to forge her signature and to continue to play. But she even got tired of it. You know what right. I'm saying? And it's one right. of those things to where to, to separate yourself from it. I know when we first left the church, it's kind of like, what do you do with your life? Because, right. you know, we was going to church Sunday morning, Man. Sunday night, Man. Uh, uh, Tuesday for rehearsal, Wednesday for church, Thursday it, for boy. rehearsal. Friday, we would be leaving school early to travel out of town to go sing at other places right. and then come back and still go to church on Saturday night. Man. So we didn't really even know what the hell to do with all that free time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I right. feel like sometimes church gets you caught up. But, you know, the crazy part about church and and and. I, we're, you're you're going to talk about some uh, biblical facts and, and historical things, but I'm even talking about the concept of church and the construct of church to, from the perspective of I was watching uh, Greenleaf. That's a, a, a like a gospel show. On right, home. right. I've seen that. So yeah. this one guy wanted to leave the church, and when he wanted to leave the church, the pastor's wife was like, "You can't leave. We need you." And I don't want to put the name out there, but the church we grew up in. That was a kind of the same thing. Right. They really didn't want you to, mm-hmm. to leave. And and I've always believed the church is a place where you come to get better, mm-hmm. you grow. And if you can be of assistance like your dad, he branched out from the church to go and create his own church. Right. So it's like that's what church should be about, making you a better person. Like It, it should be like church should literally be like the education system. Right. You come in, we give you the tools you need, go out and make a better world. Right. But the way we came up, it was like they didn't want us going anywhere. Right. Don't go off to play football. You can go here. God but I needs think you. that was more you. what they were taught, man. I think that yeah. was put in them. It's like us against them. Yeah. 
that's kind of what it was. That's every church. Like if you go to uh, the apostolic light, yeah. they're the same way. Yeah. A lot of Baptist churches are the same way. Yeah. Remember how they, uh, we used to be told how bad the Baptist girls were and all Very that. Much man, so. man, yeah. I was knocking down chicks <laughs> at the holiness church, church left and right. But that's, man. A, and that's the thing too. We talked about how a lot of people would come up pregnant and, and, and you knew the right. ones who didn't know how to have sex or how to protect themselves because they didn't teach us how to protect themselves. Right. Ourselves. They just told us God is a keeper. Right. <laughs> Pray and God is a keeper. And it's like when my penis starts thickening this up. This dick is hard yeah. as <laughs> I need to know how to release this tension. But then it's like, the and, and it's like when you start feeling all those lustful feelings, bro, right. it's like, okay, you're not supposed to have sex because that's a sin. You're not supposed to masturbate because they say that's a sin. Right. And it's like, what you supposed to do with this power? Right. What you supposed to do with this? Right. And I, that's my thing about church. I just feel like it sugarcoats a lot of things. I don't like the the, the I don't like the business aspect of it. I know church is a business, right? But I don't think church being a business should ever overshadow the work of God or what really should you know what what the church is about. And that's what it's come to. And I think um, it's is 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 gotten worse. Because I remember when we were coming up in full gospel, man, there was a lot of love, especially when I was like a kid, like, man, we used to have so much fun and maybe, you know, and even from the leadership, it was just love. Like, man, to me, and I, and I, I still feel this way, like besides outside of my dad, Bishop Cannon was like. The greatest man ever, ever walked the face of the earth, earth. in yeah. my eyes, yeah. you know. That's all I knew. Yeah. My dad, Bishop Cannon, yeah. you know. And you know, and so I just think what religion has done to people, it is it just closed you off to the rest of the world. Yeah. To the rest of the world. Yeah. Like the rest of the world doesn't exist and that happened to all of us. So yeah. that's why I'm not even angry about it anymore. Yeah. No, I mean, me you know I was one of the best basketball players in the city, the whole uh, city. I've bro. never it's so funny because I watched dudes in the NBA and I'm like, I used to tell Jermaine, I was like, Man, Boa murdered them niggas. Man, murdered Especially on. if you was like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, oh, my God. Because I told you, like 5'11"? Like 5'11". Yeah, yeah, but it's like like Isaiah Thomas, I'm like, I, I think the reason that, that, and we're getting off the subject a little bit, but we'll come back. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that made you so dope, bro, it's like, nigga, you didn't miss a shot. It was almost like, <laughs> don't let Bo pull up. If he pull up, it's done. Man. Like, it was like 10 out of 10, I'm pretty sure you're going to win. <laughs> only time, I wouldn't let go. On, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. The only <laughs> The only time that I wasn't guaranteed that your shot was going to be made is when we played on double rims in the hood. Because, you know, that shot had to be wet. Right, if right. you playing on the double rim, your shot got to be wet Super or it's going to rattle out. It is. So I know when I used to play, it was like, I'm just going for layups. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or I'm shooting at the backboard to try and get it in. And it's like you with football. Like, yeah. we knew... Given the right training, given the right opportunity, I we see were going to so, spin on niggas so bad. But so now I think we owe it to the rest of of the world, yeah. especially the ones coming up behind us, yeah. to use our experiences to help them yeah. not make the same mistakes that a lot of our parents made yeah. and that we've made. Yeah. And because you know, I've talked to my dad about this. Yeah, me and my mom too. deep discussions yeah. about this. He's like, "Man, I'm sorry." He's like, "My mom said the I same was just thing. doing what I knew." And it's the same way with Bishop and everybody else. They yeah. just were doing what they, they, doing they knew. What they knew what they had been passed. But this is what they were. This was drilled. Can you imagine being a baby? Because that's why Christianity was so strong to me. That's what that's all that's, that's been put in me know. from a child, yeah. bro. So and, and, and they used to tell us they wouldn't say that every other religion is wrong, but they made it like they were the only ones right. In right, a it way. made you gave that impression, yeah, yeah because yeah. that's what they were taught. That's what they were taught. <laughs> and it's even like it made you even it, it even made families in the church. And I, you'll know what family I'm talking about without mentioning them because I don't want to have to fuck somebody up. No, no, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's one of them things where it's like. 
you know it was particular family families in our church where right. it's like you they felt untouchable right or certain like their daughters thought they were better than what they are and i remember one of the daughters of the church coming to talking to me and she was just talking about dudes like they ain't nothing and i'm thinking if you bring your ass to dallas you ain't shit right <laughs> you in the country with this long pretty hair and little ass but it's like you come to the city, they got that long hair, that ass, and they know how to walk with that ass. Man. But you thinking you this, because like you said, we had put in our, we had it in our, in, in, ingrained in our heads that we were better right. than the rest of the world. I know I felt like that. Nigga, I did. We were true <laughs> elitists, bro. Right. We had created our own elite society, society right. in that church right. to make us feel like we're better than people. And I tell the same stories like I just told one of my poor stories on episode 133 about how poor we were at one point. Right. But the church made you keep up. In a, you, you tried to keep up with right. the Joneses. Right. You wanted to be there. You wanted to drive the cars. You wanted to have this stuff. And it's like when my dad left, like we were broke, bro. Right. Like it, it, but it's like you come to church, you put on the front, you know, people trying to tell you what to do to be happy. I know right. even my mom, after being single for so long after my dad left, and I know she wouldn't talk to the the pastor's wife of the church, and we just spilling like the gay say we spilling all kind of tea today. So <laughs> <laughs> it's good, yeah, man. Yeah. Got to get it yeah. out. Yeah. So my mom was talking to me, and my mom was like, "Yeah, I talked to her, and you know." How people in the church weren't married And they you know you long for compassion Being a single person and the pastor's wife Used to always be like you don't need nobody but God And it's like but you get to come home to somebody right. It's easy for you to say right. Stuff like that and that's the issue I have with churches Like uh, and it, people will say Church is made up well it ain't the church it's the people Well the people make the church right you know what I'm saying right. So whatever God is sending so called Sending to their hearts to their minds To their tongues to give to us it's imperative That they portray really What he's sending them and right. not their own message Right because they you know she used to kind of Deflect and be like you know you don't need nobody But God you don't need no man you don't need this and it's like You do yeah you do you do, you do. Because if I start fucking to get this you know To, to, to get this <laughs> pussy popping Right <laughs> I'm going to be sinning. Because everybody wants it. Everybody wants so it. So it's crazy, bro, because, like, I remember uh, in particular, you would talk about uh, how it was a certain cat there that used to be real hard on us. Yeah. And then when he had his issue, yeah. drinking, yep. you cheating on your wife. Yep. Man, it was all kind of stuff going on with people in the church. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. I, we were kids, so, so we, we didn't, didn't know. understand. Yeah, we didn't but know when the we got older, I'm yeah. like, oh, so, so you out think? on the side getting up some cat yeah. on the side over here. Yeah. But you coming in here shouting and turning backflips yep. and Speaking in tongues, yep. and you but you ain't no different you ain't no than different. them niggas in the street. And you ain't no different. It is, and it's okay, though. It's, it's okay. okay. It's fine. You're human. You're human. But the thing about it was the church made you become a hypocrite because you had to continue to uphold this mindset or this picture perfect, you know, setup. Right. And it's not that. Right. You know, even some of the biggest people, you know, in our church, like some of the deacons. Right, you know, you hear about you, them over, you see them over there in Arkansas. You hear the rumors about them at somebody else's house, and they coming out with the most boldest lie to try and compensate for what they the reasons why they were there. Yeah, and it's like, come on, man. So I think about a lot of stuff, and I'm like, like you said, bro, they ain't no different than us. They just were hypocritical, and it's like they would go out and they would make the same mistakes, but come back and judge us, bro. It's man, and that, and when I got old enough to understand it, me, you, and Sean James, yeah, talk, shout out to Sean we, James, man, shout out Sean, big ups, bro, man. We talked about this, like man, that had me angry for a long yeah. time, bro. When yeah. I, especially when my dad first left, 
And I was like, man, come on, man. Y'all was smashing us about girls. It's normal for a, a guy, a young teenage boy to want to talk to a girl yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. But a lot of them made it, you know, not even coming from bitches. Like yeah. a lot of just the leaders in the church made us feel like that was like, like disgusting. We trying, like yeah. it was something wrong with us yeah. for wanting to talk. That's what I'm supposed to do. And this I is my like natural instinct. It, and there's some of the people that in the church that are gay. So many people. Tons. But it, yeah, but it was like the funny thing about that was they preach fire and brimstone on Sundays like a lot of churches do. And it's like, you know your choir director gay. You know the singer gay. You know your daughter gay. You know oh, your son man. gay. Man. You know these and things. And it's everything. Like, even with, even I told my pops that, man, like, daddy. You know it. You got flaws, too. I'm yeah. sure it's people that, that, that went to your church that left that yeah. they ain't really, yeah. they ain't got a lot of high praise for well, what yeah. went on there. Yeah. Because, you know, you you picked up a lot of traits. Yeah. And were pretty stern a lot of times when yeah. you didn't have to be. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a lot of people mm-hmm. that done probably, that if I see now, a lot of yeah. young people, they probably like, man, I mean, your daddy cool, but, uh. But, uh yeah. <laughs> and see, that's. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. I'm not mad about that. Yeah, right? but but see, it's only because if you but see the thing about it, the reason it's cool for them to say that mm-hmm. is because you're not on such a high horse that you can't look and say my I, my dad is my dad and I love my dad. Right. But yeah, the nigga he got some hangups. He's not. Yeah, he's not perfect. He's not perfect. So I think that's a place, man. For for me, when I think about religion, I love church, bro. I still do love church. I still do believe in God. I right. do feel like certain things um, have happened in my life, and a lot of times I used to blame the way we were brought up right you know in certain like because i know when like i said when i left the church and i went to atlanta then i came to dallas and i was just like what am i supposed to be doing with my life right i thought my place was just supposed to really be in the church to some capacity i didn't know if you know and and when all i wanted to do was play football you know we didn't get the exposure of you could be uh you know uh airport um Airplane engineer or right. some kind of you know scientist or anything right. like we didn't know anything about that man it was work at a plant <laughs> be a police officer, be a teacher, be a doctor, be a nurse. In Texarkana. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And try to do something to give back right. to the church. Like, I felt like it was uh, shit. Like, on, like, what's that movie, uh, Get Out? Like, The Sunken Place. I right. felt like that's what the church was. And that's the same thing I was telling my pops. Because even when we left, I'm an adult now. You know, I come back from college and stuff and I play bass. And my daddy would like make us go to other churches on yeah. Sundays. Like we going into these backwoods churches yeah, with like three people. Man, I want to watch football. Man, I don't want to be <laughs> back here. These women titties long <laughs> down to their knees and clap. I don't want to be there with be this running. nonsense. Yeah. But you know, because of the love for my pops, I did it. Yeah. You know, and but but that put me in in a place where I I really didn't get to experience life until yeah. after I hit my thirties. Yeah. Man, I really didn't live life. Now when I was in college, those yeah. few years I. Did yeah. because there was nobody around me yeah. that I knew. I was all the way six hours away in Oklahoma, yeah. and I was just around a bunch of people that didn't know me. I so could be myself, it, be man. I felt so free. But see how that's the dangerous part too, because if anybody who knows me that used to go to my church that listens to me now and they spread this over, these people gonna know who they are without us saying right. right. If you gay in the church, man, and we ain't trying gay. to hate on we you, fam. Be I'm gay. not. I'm really not trying yeah, to hate no, on you. I, but but it's like if you're gonna be gay in the church, be gay. Be gay. And you know be what? Proud of church, it. get off your fucking high horse and accept them for being who the right. hell they are, and allow them to not be hiding this shit in the closet. Because one thing that I used to feel, you know, the church used to always tell us is like being gay is a spirit. I no longer believe that. Me either. I don't. I no longer believe that. After having friends who are gay and having conversations with people and after documentaries and studies and blood work and all these things out that show that people can be born a little bit off or with genetic 
issues or not even genetic issues because it's not an issue, just born fucking different. <laughs> right. And I hate and I apologize to saying issue to the whoever gay that may listen and think issue. You know, I'm pretty right. sure, right. but it's like right. not an issue, but just being born different than what people think you should be. You but should literally be. being okay. Right. That gay person in church in the church I grew up in and the church is all across the land of people who go into church. If you gay. Be gay. If you're a lesbian, be a lesbian. And you know what? If you are, if you are a choir director, you should still be able to be choir directing because you did it all them years before. You the one that brought people out to the church because we all know as much as the word, the only other thing to bring people to the church What's is saying? the music. So, and my thing is, how do we? How does the church get away with being able to dog out gay people from yep. over the pulpit? But then your choir director, is your good. organist, your pianist, yeah. your bass player, yeah. all these people are oh, gay. Are and you're using the hell out of them in yeah. church. And Kurt you know Franklin it. told the truth. Yeah. And you everybody got mad at Kurt Franklin yeah. for what he said. He apologized. And so I'm here as a licensed and ordained elder apologizing <laughs> to the gay community. Yeah. I'm sorry for what the church has done for, to, you. to you. Because they're wrong, they man. Are they wrong. were wrong from yeah. start to finish. Yeah. Every church organization that tries to use church. But it's crazy, A Ray, mm. how they try to do so. We're going to have to get into them scriptures. Because, see, what the so church do you has have done. Because one thing I, I know some. about. Okay, because I finna say, I know church. And we finna. Yeah, I just don't know. We finna. I'm going to show you the, the how things get tangled up yeah. with the word now you use certain scriptures to, to, to benefit what the hell you want to say Very but you talking about you gonna live by the whole word and you don't and it's you impossible don't. Yeah. cause right now we all seen it if you got on silk and and, and, and Polly Elster at the same time. Yeah. Book of Deuteronomy says that you're committing a sin. Two different linens in the same garment is an abomination. That's in the, the word. <laughs> Two different linens in the same garment. And I can get the scriptures for everybody. And everybody, you can Google this. That's, that is a sin. That's so crazy. now let's talk about that. Now, now, now let's talk about the devil real quick, A Ray. <laughs> this is one of the main things. That I don't even believe in that son of a bitch no more. <laughs> And I'm just gonna say it just like that. God forgive me, all my Christian listeners out there that know me. I got. I'm just gonna keep it real. Uh-huh. Ray told me to keep it real, so yeah. that's what I'm gonna do. I don't believe in this nigga no more. I think he's a scapegoat for a lot of y'all, man. That's what the devil is. For instance, so yeah. Isaiah chapter 45 verse seven clearly states that I God create light and darkness. Good and evil, I God do all these things. Yeah. So why the hell we blaming the devil for stuff, bro? Now that's one that's thing the I scripture. Said. God just said He did all yeah. of it if you believe the word. Yeah. But you know the funny thing about that too, and I said this too. He's all knowing, right? Right. They say he's all knowing. He right. knew the world before he even created the world, and he right. created the world that he wanted. If he right. created the world that he wanted, and somebody's gonna say, "Oh, he gave us grace and mercies to make these mistakes," but he also is the one who created Lucifer. He created. This is his son. When he casted him out of heaven. <laughs> Into hell, he knew what the nigga was gonna be. That's why he sent him there. Bro, but this okay. So let me use this analogy, A Ray. This is crazy, man. I, I just start thinking, man. Okay, so if you have a child, yeah, and you know there's a rapist in that room right there, right? Yeah. You're not gonna send your child in there, right? No, I'm not. Hold on, right quick. Okay, this is how real the podcast is. Yes, mama. <laughs> I'm doing it right now with Bo. Right, right now, yeah. You hear Bo saying right now, bye. So she do it at least once a month. Go ahead, I'm listening. So, um, if you have a child, yeah. Ray, you know a rapist is in that room right mm-hmm. there. You're not gonna send your child in that room with that rapist. Not at all. And tell them, hey, it's a rapist in there. Just letting you know that. So that's what the hell God did to us. If yeah. you believe the Bible, yeah. you knew the devil wasn't worth a damn. Yeah. You so it, it sounds like to me you couldn't even deal with this nigga in heaven. Yeah. So you so. got Michael to kick him out. Yeah. And for us to deal with, how do you love me? Think about that. How do you love me yeah. if you send the worst thing you possibly could send for me to deal with? And then don't even give me 
They don't the, even the, let me know this cat really is who who he same. really is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You yeah. give me some some mixed up instructions on how to deal with this cat. Yeah. But why would you send him down here in the first place? I'm not sending yeah. my daughter, Anaya Scott, yeah. is not going in the room with the rapist. Yeah. If I know this nigga ain't no good, yeah. I'm not going to tell her to go deal with him and yeah. then give her an instruction manual on how to deal, deal with it. it. I'm just not going to send him <laughs> there with it. Think about how yeah. crazy that is. It's man. a lot of things. And I, it was a, I've said this before on a podcast. It's a Harvard study. I don't know if, I think it was written about two or three years ago. And they talked about, they said the more educated you become and they said the more educated you become, the less racist you are and right. um, the less religious you are because right. you start being able to uh, use your critical thinking and start thinking logically about how can this happen. Right. I was talking to some guys the other day and they, they really believe strongly in the Bible at work and they were talking to me and they brought up these things about church and how hard they believed in it. And I was like, I'm not saying none of these things happened or existed. I'm just saying you're crazy if you don't question some of these things right. or even think some of these things can't happen. Right. I also go back to being an Old Testament and a New Testament. If it was an Old Testament and they created a new one, where's the new new to the New Testament? <laughs> but we'll go back to that. But I was talking to the guys and I said, okay, <laughs> back in the day, it took, if you was traveling from Egypt to wherever, it took days, weeks, mm-hmm. months, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, you're traveling by foot or by camel. So back in the day, they said that God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. They also said God destroyed the world by water. Right. 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 You look of Noah's Ark, you see the movies. I know the movies, you hear the story, whatever like that. Right. But if we're talking about Egypt and we're talking about people traveling to other parts of the world, in Egypt back in BC or AC or whatever, right. Egypt people didn't know nothing about the United States. Nothing. So what I'm saying is if the world was destroyed in water, how did they know it just wasn't a big ass Katrina right. in that area? But all the people still over here in America didn't know nothing about that. But Just like stuff happened in Egypt now, we don't. It ain't affecting us historically. Civilizations, can, the the Sumerians, the Egyptians, all, yeah. the Chinese were thriving and and writing and doing all of that right yeah. in the middle of this so called flood. They so why found, didn't they get they drowned? They found things. Why were they drowned in those times, saying that these <laughs> things existed at the exact same time as this flood time. supposedly happened? This is these the, are historical facts. Yeah. You can't argue these yeah. facts. You might not like them, but it's the fact. But it's the fact. I'm so like, what happened to them? Why yeah. didn't they get why drowned? Didn't, why didn't they get drowned? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> in their history books talking about they drowning from a uh, major flood. Hey, Ray, why can't we find not... Somebody find Peter ass for me. Somebody find Paul. Yeah. Somebody dig up one of these biblical characters for me. Find Moses. Where yeah. has he been? Where is yeah. this? Where is Abraham? Yeah. Why haven't we been able to find a Amen. single one of these biblical characters? We digging up Egyptian kings and queens that yeah. predate these biblical yeah. characters Dinosaur by bones. five thousand years. Dinosaur bones. But we can't find not one. We can't find Joshua. Nobody. Jacob. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. You can't find nobody, and we don't question this, bro. It's crazy. We just right? go right along with it we because go, they because say don't we doubt talking. God and don't question God. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so again, huh? Right. Leviticus nineteen and nineteen says what? Oh, Leviticus. I said Deuteronomy earlier, y'all. The the about the two different lands in the same garment. I'm sorry about that, Leviticus. So Leviticus nineteen and nineteen. Okay. Leviticus. Now go look it up. See, I'm not gonna give you nothing. You can't go to your King James Bible, your yeah. New Translation Bible, none of that and read. Fine. Hey Ray, can I read just a couple Man, scriptures? You can read whatever I'm gonna break some down there. We got a little time. No, All right. bro, you this is unlimited if we want it to be. It's fine. Man, look at this. Let me show you how just a little bit of the confusion in the Bible. Okay, so go to Genesis if you got a Bible, the first chapter. Read all of that all the way down to verse 26. And you're gonna see where it says God clearly created the animals and all of that before yeah. he created man. But I'm gonna show you how it confusing it gets this is from my school teaching with with church and this historical teaching there are two different uh beings created by god 
the chapter one man and woman were created, and I'm finna read it for you so you believe it. And that was not Adam and Eve, yeah. and I'm gonna prove it to you. Adam and Eve came in chapter two. There were two different people created in chapter one. Now I'm skipping down this Genesis chapter one, verse 26 and 27. Now you tell me what this sounds like. Okay. 26 says, and God said, let us, let us. So yeah. it means he had to be talking to somebody, right? Yeah. Because he ain't crazy, right? <laughs> let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And here's the kicker verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he male and female created he them. So he made man and woman right then and there. But what the church people will tell you is that, no, they were using foresight and he was just talking about Adam and Eve before he actually thought. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Who writes like that? Nobody in history writes like that. Yeah. So he clearly made that man and woman in his own likeness and image. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, when you go over to chapter chapter two now, and then keep in mind, in this chapter one man and woman that he made at the same time, he yeah. did not make her, her from his rib. Yeah. That's not what it says. He gave him dominion. He gave chapter man, chapter one man and woman strict commandments. You have dominion. You are here to rule, not to work. Yeah. You are here to rule. Now, go over to chapter two. And verse five says, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon earth. And there was not a man to till the ground. So that's when God made Adam. And you're going to read here. Let me go on down a couple of verses here because I want to get this all the way out <laughs> for you. And I'm going to show you how this thing is, is twisted up. This is chapter two. I mean, okay. in the book of Genesis verse nine says, Hold on. Verse eight says, and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. He didn't make this man, which was Adam, out of his likeness and image. He formed him from the ground. Yeah. Now, we just read what chapter one said. He made that man a woman out of his own likeness and image, yeah. right? Yeah. So he made this man out of the ground, and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow everything. Now, here we go. It's going to get real confusing here. Now, we just read in chapter one, we see where the animals and all of that were created before uh, Adam, Adam and Eve, and Eve. supposedly yeah. if that's what you want to believe but that's not what chapter 2 says and I'm going to show you this here uh, let me get to the right verse here oh man you good we ain't got nothing but time you over there following along Artesia huh alright let's see I think we believe it's uh, <laughs> verse 19 here I want to get to that one chapter 2 and out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them now nigga didn't you just say you made them before at the before yeah. man and woman yeah. but chapter 9 verse 19 of chapter 2 just said he formed them out of the ground every beast of the field every fowl of the air and then brought them into Adam I, will, I can't wait if you this, this is I'm not this is not what I'm saying. No, I'm reading saying. directly, directly from, from the it. King James Version of the Bible. Yeah. Now you tell me where it says in there, but see what, what the church would do is that's why we have so many different churches. They come with all these different translations. translations yeah. I, I do no, I read it directly for what it's saying. Yeah. I don't care what you were taught in the school of theology. Yeah. That's not what verse 19 said. Yeah. Right after he created <laughs> Adam, yeah. 
and, and then Eve ain't even been created yet. He created Adam. Then he created the animals and all of that and brought them to Adam to be named. Ain't that what verse 19 yeah. you hear so many, And that's the thing about it. You hear so many conflicting things. And I know back in the day when we used to ask the questions, right. they would always just be like, believe God's word, follow God's word. Mm-hmm. Why well, question this? Right. Why am I not questioning this? And why wouldn't you question it? Because how many times do you hear other pastors talk about other pastors and talk about their message and the way they're teaching? Right. You question them. But you don't want us to question what we heard. Right. And these are the and, and like I say, why hasn't a new Bible been written if man wrote these Bibles from what God said to them or right. their own personal experiences? You can have a chapter Jake, a chapter Creflo Dollar, whatever you want to have. <laughs> you can have all these chapters. And you know what? All right. these big name pastors that people are following and we see in the media because the world is big now that they are flawed or right. that we think they're flawed. Those same men, we will be reading the Bible and following this word, which right. means back in those days, those men who wrote these Bibles and these scriptures, it was a flawed man. Man, right, writing these scriptures right. that are supposed to be gospel, right. that are supposed to be the things that are going to get us right. into this magical heaven. Right. So right now, you said that with your opening, you know, your third eye opening up, and you looking at religion in a different light. Are you do do you still classify yourself as a Christian? No, I am no longer a believer in any religion. I am just a believer <laughs> in a creator and a God. I don't care for Islam. Yeah. I don't care for Buddhism. Yeah. Uh, Catholicism, yeah. Christianity, none of them. Yeah. All of them are man-made. Yeah. And then I hate to hear people. And, and and the worst group we might have in the streets now. These uh, what do they call them? The uh, I don't know nothing about church. These young these dudes out in the oh. streets. Uh, God, I forgot the black. They black people. They they claiming they uh the, the tribe, tribe of Judah, the tribe, the twelve tribes of Israel. Yeah, okay. that's that? them dudes too, wasn't it? Hey yeah. man, I, they I harassed to, yeah. the hell out of yeah. you at the store. I, I ran into them um, when I used to do my podcast at uh, Fishbowl Radio. Yeah, it was a I used to call them the tribe of Judah, but they black were all, Israelites. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, and they dress like cues, you know. And I, I thought it was like an Omega side show or something. And then like when I heard them, I was like. They're reading from whatever book it is they're reading from. <laughs> and it's like the Bible or the book they're reading from, they cannot be following all the laws of that book. Of course not. Because that means nobody would be doing anything. When no I heard way. some of those scriptures and whatever they was reading, I was just like, oh, this sounds like fire and brimstone right. preaching. Because like you got to have your goatee lined up a yeah. certain way when you go to read. Look, read through Leviticus. Let us start reading through all yeah. the, your goatee. You can't eat certain seafood. But you know and, what? That is true yeah. because remember when Eric, uh, shout out to Eric McFadden, but remember right. when Eric went to preaching. Right. And he had a little beard and Bishop made him shave it. You're not supposed to shave it. That yeah. was wrong yeah. if you read the Bible. You're supposed to keep it and have it lined up a certain way. That's why a lot of them brothers, them yeah. black Israelites, yeah. now they, they are beards. trying to follow by the word yeah. directly, but it's, it's some, you, you're following some yeah. stuff. That ain't even technically true. Yeah. So um, when I asked one of them, uh, when he he pulled me to the side, you know they try to talk real loud and yeah. try to talk over you. I simply asked them if we're all from the twelve tribes of Israel, which I do not believe, yeah. because I don't even believe the Bible is totally accurate. I believe certain parts of it yeah. is. Uh, how did we get to the slave ships on the western coast of Africa when the when the uh, Israelites and the people that came into Egypt that wandered into Egypt came on the east coast? Do you know how big the continent of Africa is? Yeah. This is the largest continent on the face of the earth. And the t- entire European slave trade happened on the western coast yeah. of Africa yeah. and down toward the bottom. So how did all them people from the 12 tribes of Israel get all the way from the east coast yeah. to the west coast? Yeah. Of Africa, how did that happen? And how, so you telling me times. the Europeans only went through Africa like 
oh, no, this nigga ain't from the 12 tribes of Israel. <laughs> no, he is. Let's go get him. So, get, man, get the hell out of here. You're so, it, geologic, geographically, your story makes no damn sense, yeah. black Israelites. You make no sense, geographically. You have no history to back up anything you're saying. Yeah. And it's just like, just because somebody talks real strong, and we know about that from yeah. the pulpit, yeah. we feel like it's the truth. It's believable. And not to be funny, that's, I mean, you know, I went to school for broadcast and marketing. And the thing about it is marketing tells you when you are trying to pitch something or sell something, or you are giving a strategic presentation about, you know, money and how to make the profit market rise and stuff like right. that. You speak to them with insurance, no us, no ums, no nothing, no skipping of words. You be, right. or you got to be concise about what you're saying and straight to the point right. and get them to focus on what you, where you're going. And right. communications taught me, you don't tell people how to think you tell them what to think about right and they'll create their own how from what right. you told them right that's church that's it man that's church to the t so why can't we address that i so no i don't believe anymore because yeah. i'm talking about this the, the guy gonna send a lightning bolt and i'm still yeah. talking yeah right now so he ain't sent it yet one thing i've always been scared to do is you know they say don't blaspheme against god <laughs> or use name right. god's name in vain i still haven't done it to this day but i I've wanted to test it out just to see if a lightning bolt would come down, <laughs> right. but I'm not going to do it because it's like I do have some respect right, me too. for the his, the history and just the thought of the presence of that God. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So even when people question me and be like, oh, you being disrespectful to God. No, I respect God. I respect right. whoever created all this heaven and earth uh, as fucked up as it is, right. as great as it is, as great as, yeah, as great as pussy and marijuana and, you know, <laughs> having nice cars is and as bad as Hurricane Harvey and people dying in child molestation. Right. I love the whole world in its entirety. Right. And I love and I and I appreciate whoever created this world because these we don't have a life without these goods and bads. Right. We don't have a story to tell without these. Right. And and that and and that's what the church does. It creates a black and white narrative. Yeah. Uh, there's no middle gray. area. It's a lot of gray. It's a ton we live of in the gray, gray every day. <laughs> I, I, when I was at um, this ain't about church, but when I was at the uh, Talking Thirty Live show, shout out to Talking Thirty um, a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about finding two people who are whole, you know, they was like, Oh, you need to find somebody when you get married or you get into church. Um, you know, you find if you're in church or whatever, you want to find somebody who's in church who has the same theories and thoughts that you have not being unevenly yoked. And she was like, don't go to find somebody who's not whole to make you whole, be whole and bring two whole right. people to the relationship. I was like, there's no such thing as, as whole people. Right. I was like, when we're born, that's as whole as we could possibly be because right. the rest of the world that we live in and the rest of the days of our lives, things are being taken from us. Right. Uh, jobs are being taken from us. We lose right love we learn to hurt we learn to gain we learn to lose we learn to we learn to do all these things right. i was like we become functional adults right just like you got people who are some crack addicts are living under a bridge Man. and then you got some crack addicts that know how to be functional and crack addicts Funch, I somebody, had uncles like yeah that. some of these fortune 500 people are crack snorters right and coke snorters and they still function in businesses i was Man. like we're, there's no such thing as a whole person we're right. all just functional adults we dealing are. with all our goods and all our bads and all our secrets one day at a time. So if you're chosen by God, thinking about what you just said, mm -hmm. if God has his hand on you, why you sick, nigga? Why you can't get over but your you, blood but, pressure? Yeah. Why your diabetes is yeah. about to take you out of here? Yeah. And I'm not trying to make fun of that. No. I want y'all to yeah. really think about this. Because yeah. I hear this arrogance that's been coming from birth but over you know the pool. Say, though, right? You the God of and yeah. God. But yeah. I saw watch these same people die from the same <laughs> stuff that these niggas Resident in the streets street dying from. Yeah. But so the and they prayed every day. What they gonna, but what they're going to tell you is. God took his hand off of you because it was your time to go. Or they're going to say, you know, God had to move his hand to let you see that he's still real. Oh and you'd be like, no. Nah. And, and, I, and, like, and I told my mama this one time. I said, we give God too much credit 
and we blame the devil for too much shit that Way really we much. have control over. Right. We giving the devil too much goddamn credit. Right. And you know, like, oh, what if a check come in the mail? And it, you know, people used to come testify and be like, I got a check in the mail, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, did you mean they you worked overtime and they didn't put overtime on your check, so they sent you that check? <laughs> we didn't ever thought about that. Like, we right? never think about the logic of the <laughs> logic of this shit. Sometimes I could tell as I got older that people were telling testimonies, uh testifying in testimony service only to get some attention. Right. It was like a sob story. Right. I just said on my Facebook a couple months ago, I was like, America loves a good sob oh story. Oh my god. They love it. Oh my God. I, I I talked about I talked about on one podcast about how poor I was growing right. up. And it's so funny, Bo. You went to church, you would have never thought that I was that poor. Man. Never, never would Because we had, to, we, had, we had to put on the front. Right. We had to put on the front to be there. <laughs> right. My mama worked. She was the right hand uh, woman of, you know, for the pastor's <laughs> wife. We couldn't be poor. Right. Mom, you know, having my dad borrowing money, you know, from people at the church and stuff. Like, yeah. nobody knew that stuff. Man. And then everybody thought, like, our family was, because my dad worked at Cooper Tire, my yeah. mom was working at St. Michael's, that yeah. we just had so much money. We didn't have no money. Like, yeah. it's five of us. Yeah. Man, we had to eat bean stuff. Some yeah. stuff my mom used to make called bean stuff all the time. She put some <laughs> chopped up ground beef in a pot with yeah. some, some beans. It's and that's what we was eating a lot of times. Grits. That's why I hate grits now. I don't even eat that shit. I, I get tired I of it. I this podcast some bean stuff. <laughs> bean stuff. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking yeah. about. Throw some hot sauce yeah. on that bean and stuff. Keep, and keep, man. It, and keep so it going. it's just an mm. image. And yeah. my dad even said himself, man, he'll tell you. He's like, man, I was giving money a lot of times and I probably shouldn't have. That's the because thing. Because that's what you would. That's so, and, and I'm not tithing. taking those shots. Tithing. Yeah, you're not. But it's like, like you said, you're tithing. If you're a person in Texarkana, because this, this is Texarkana. So you're talking about, think about this, bro. You're talking about adults who were working at Cooper Tire, like you said, with five kids making maybe $18 an hour. More, yeah, back in the 80s yeah. and 90s. Uh, that was yeah. great for them. Great. 20 bucks an hour. I've seen some of my dad's yeah. checks. Yeah. And it's then great. it's like you, 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 you go. You take care of your family, you pay your bills, and you give 10%. So let's just say you make $1,800 per pay period. You right. got to give $180 fucking dollars. Right. You know what you could do with that with five kids? <laughs> and you got to give that to the church. And, and, you, can... and you know that you don't have food to really <laughs> feed your family. So right. you're going to eat some bean stuff <laughs> instead of having chicken, mashed potatoes, and gravy, <laughs> some salad. You chose to feed your kids some bean, bean. stuff. <laughs> And give $180 to church. That's crazy. My grandmother, when my uncle died, bro, she inherited over a quarter of a million dollars. Right. When she would get checks, I would go get her checks for the mail. She was getting checks every month, like $10,000. Right. She was paying that 10th to the church. So you're giving the church $1,000 a month. You're One person, you're paying $12,000 to. And when my, my, my grandmother wanted to go back to California because she was fighting a lawsuit against my uncle dying right. because he died from the police killing him. And... When she wanted to go out there after running out of money with the court, trying to have a court case, she asked them for money for her, her ticket to go. And they right. said, we'll pay for it, but you have to pay us back. Right. I got to pay you back. And I've been a, a member of this church for 25 years That's, paying tithes. Bro, that has to be a dress day, right? That's crazy. I got to pay this back. <laughs> and I said the other day, I said, this is like an insurance. And somebody on Facebook got mad. I said, church and tithing system is like an insurance company. You pay all this money all the time. And when I get in the wreck, they be like, you didn't meet your deductible this year. <laughs> so, bitch, I got to back into somebody, have a wreck, let somebody Lose hit me in the bumper to get some fucking help. Hey, bro. For you to give me some of my goddamn money back. Hey, man, listen. Bro. So, that's what I want to talk about. And this, the black church can change 
all of the faults and all of the, the bad things that's happening in the black community, and especially financially. Say, and, and I was just about can to say, can you that imagine in Texarkana if all the black churches decided, hey man, we're gonna start pooling our money together and get our own bank, get our own school, get our own schools, and get our own, all this other stuff on our own? Can you yeah. I mean, think about this, right? This is yeah. how crazy the game is. Hey man, boy, them Europeans cold, man. Yeah, let me tell you. They so, did job. so what they do is. You give all the, you pay your tithes to the church. Let's say you done paid $12,000 on a year to the church. Yeah. And so the church takes that money you get them and go put it in the bank where you can't even go get a loan from. Yeah. <laughs> Think about exactly. that, eh, Ray? That's true. I get you. I just invested twelve to fifteen thousand dollars into this, yeah. and I can't even go to the same bank that my church just took my money to and get a four hundred or five thousand dollar loan from. Yeah. Yeah. Think about how crazy that is. So yeah. all you do is give, and you get nothing in return. In return. So who's going to heaven? Let's ask that question because yeah. that's what they're gonna say next. Yeah. Well, when you die, you're gonna go. Well, I want to live, nigga. Yeah. I ain't trying and to I die. I want to live good now. Right. I want to live now. What is it, JGWG Wentworth? It's my money and I need it now. <laughs> need it now. God Nigga, damn it. I'm trying to live today. So yeah. you can miss me with the well and the afterlife. I yeah. don't even know what's gonna happen hell in that. Have no. you been? This is what I asked one one pastor. Have you been? Have I, you talked to somebody been yeah. to hell and come back? Yeah. Have you talked to somebody been to heaven? Who did they see up there? How you know your daddy and your mama made it? Yeah. How you know your granny made it? Maybe your granny yeah. was doing some, some stuff yeah. on the side. She and probably of, shouldn't and, have. And most of these people who come back and be like, I saw a white light, they're always laying on the doctor's table. And last time I remember is a white light <laughs> over the doctor's table. Light, you ain't got no choice but to <laughs> oh see that God. motherfucker when you come back here. So, and, and the Bible you says, man, study to show y'all thyself approved, man. So, it's just crazy. All we're doing is, is we're in the age of enlightenment. I know, yeah. uh, I forgot his name, Dr. Uh, Ray Hagens. I know mm-hmm. a the, the church hates this nigga. Yeah. He left the, the holiness church and he been tearing it into pieces ever since and they hate him. Yeah. But Ray Hagans has a message called that you need to go to YouTube. The time of the church is, is dead and gone. And that's yeah. one of the greatest messages and the most accurate messages. And it talks about the uh the zodiac. Yeah. And the whole Bible is riddled with it. I got some scriptures for you on that too. I'm yeah. gonna give you a couple for <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna let you go read this for yourself. Yeah. Now uh go to uh Isaiah no uh Job chapter nine chapter 9 verse 9 uh let's go to go to acts chapter 7 verse 43 uh and then i, I got a doozy for you later i'm gonna get to you but um this cat talks about how we were the jesus time period from zero to 2000 was yeah. the time of pisces okay what is the sign of pisces it's a fish right uh, yeah, is that fish. right? It's a sign. It's okay. a fish. I'm not, now, what is the sign of Jesus? It's a, a, fish. Fish. a fish. What did Jesus talk about all the time? A Being fish, a fisher a, of a men. Man, yeah. Everything he dealt with had to do with some type of body of water. Yeah. When Peter, he found Peter and his brothers, yeah. they were fishing. Turn water into wine. Everything. Yeah. So now we've come out of that time period. The time of Pisces from Doc, this is not me. This is Dr. Ray Hagens. He says the time of Pisces was the time of belief. Yeah. Well, you didn't need proof. Yeah. All you did was believe because somebody told you to believe. We have left out of that time period. Now we have entered into the time of Aquarius. And here's a here's a verse. And I'm a, I'm gonna read you this. So this is Bible. Y'all astrologers out here, y'all. And people, <laughs> the whole Bible is riddled yeah. with astrology. That's yeah. the whole book. The Leos in the house, all that. That is yeah. real. So I want you to go to Luke chapter 22. I think that's the right one. Let me make sure I got this this together right here. All right, and I'm gonna read this. All right, uh, let's go to, I believe it is Luke chapter 22. If not, I'm going to get the right one. I still hear it, like, and I can tell you used to preach because you can hear it in his voice as he's talking. <laughs> I'll be wanting to just, ah! <laughs> So. Ah, oh, man. 
Alright so Luke chapter 22 This mm-hmm. is Jesus talking to his disciples When he was about to get ready to be crucified And all when they were coming to get him So this is after uh um, what's the name Judah wasn't Judas betrayed him yeah, and all betrayed of that him, yeah. so ch- verse 10 chap- Luke chapter 22 verse 10 says and he said unto them behold when ye are entered into the city there shall a man meet you bearing a pitcher of water follow him into the house where he entereth in what is the sign of Aquarius a nigga holding a pitcher of water it is point it go look it up the Bro, sign of Aquarius yeah. is a man holding and then he talks about and ye shall say unto the good man of the house the master saith unto thee where is the guest chamber everything is about a chamber everything is about orion everything is about something that has to do with the zodiac yeah. in the bible so what the europeans <laughs> did when they took this stuff from egypt yeah. and different places like that yeah. all this historical fact because you know that's how they built the pyramids yeah. and all of that type yeah. of stuff uh they took this historical fact they they hid the real information and then they gave you this doo-doo religion that they yeah. handed back to you and they called which, it christianity yeah. which we, we which, which we, we still believe today is, that, yeah. that doesn't hold near the power this real stuff does yeah. and uh that's what they sold us so they took our own belief system yeah. changed it up and gave it right back to us think about that man. they've been doing that for years years and they gave us a heaven and a hell to put us in right. and you know when they used to, to keep you in your place yeah, that's what i was gonna say and and that's what we've been using and it's the same thing i told people i was like the europeans did their job so well in creating systemic oppression and creating uh a mind fuck for us to always be against each other and other people Age of Aquarius. That's right on the verse 10. In the King James Version of the Bible, A-Ray just read where it yeah. says, no, yeah. the Age of Aquarius. I'm but through with but it. But it's so funny because it's like <laughs> you have that, and it's like when they used to bring the slaves over here, they would like they would tell them, you either have to accept this religion right. or die. Or die. And we're still teaching our people this religion that was forced upon us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. None of this makes any sense to me. Right. And then, like you said, we, we already know that they've always kind of sugarcoated shit and gave us what they like you said to keep us in line right that's why when somebody asked me would you whoop your child i'm like i can't say that i will whoop my child especially with a belt right because they used to whip us with belts, with belts. i don't whip, i've never whooped my yeah. daughter she's nine with yeah. a belt and I it's popped like, there a couple yeah. of times but it's like but that's the thing and it's like you're we're using some of these same traits that are clearly in our uh, dna or mm-hmm. our genetic makeup to continue to do these things right. that were forced on us or enslaved right. and broken out, broke our minds right. or we were brainwashed, which like I said, a lot of things with church is a brainwash. It is. It brainwashes and they give you these things, like you said, to fear or have, you know, fear hell right. and, you know, focus on heaven. Right. And you try to live this life that really you can't live in perfection. Right. There's no perfect way to live. And, and who does the church target the most? The women. Yeah. So this is, I'm going to talk to y'all just for a second. Listen, women. Man, y'all carry the most power in the church, in every church organization, from, from the Muslims yeah. to the Christians, everybody. It's more y'all in there than anybody else. Yeah. And the book is super male chauvinist when it comes to you. Yeah. It dogs you out. It talks about it can you can be traded, trade to sell your daughters and all this type yeah. of stuff for the right. All this type of stuff. But when you look in the churches today, it's full of women. And then they try to control the women by how they tell them to dress. How to tell them to dress. How to tell carry them to yourself. carry themselves and all this. How to have sex. How to have have sex and that was a major listen that's, man that is damaged so that is da- and i man women. listen here it yeah. damaged the marriage i was in the first time around yeah that I mean, type of stuff bro that is serious nigga yeah. i'm freaky i yeah. like to do freaky Nasty stuff. stuff and you ain't finna just lay here and do missionary every night and think yeah. this finna be the end of it. yeah no that's true <laughs> nah we ain't finna but yeah. then you know but you know before you go into that and that's the thing that i've always told people about black men a lot of black men ain't running to white women because white women are better right They're freakier they're nastier. Right. 
they're more uh, what's the word subservient or whatever the word is right. they're more submissive right. now I understand first thing a black woman is going to say is what am I being submissive to and I agree with her totally do not ever be submissive to and a clown to a man who is a clown <laughs> and can't lead a goddamn household right. can't pay it. his bills and he has nothing stop having kids with that nigga yeah too. stop it period but that's why a lot of black dudes get lost in white women and now that they working out and got this ass, it just makes them more appealing. But black white women are not better than black women. They nobody is better than nobody. nobody. But I take a black woman any day of the Man. week, seven days of the week, I got Sunday through Sunday. <laughs> Nothing against white women. I'll right. take one of them too, but I'm not taking them over my own. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm cool with saying that. There's nothing bad against white women. I, right. It's a preference thing. Right. Right. And it's a love thing. It is, man. Yeah. Because every, listen, man, I know we hopping off the subject, Bro. but man, listen, I don't care for that, all this racial stuff we got. You don't need, I don't even hardly come in and say a lot of stuff about that anymore yeah, because it's getting blown out of proportion, yeah. man. You got people that's using a lot of this to just, you know, create a certain narrative, man. Yeah. And it's crazy when, when at the end of the day, every race by nature takes care of its own race. First. Yes. And yep. all that's happened is black people hadn't been doing it. Yep. And I'm telling you, the church is the start yep. where it can start because that's where you get the largest body of black people with the same mindset yep. in the same place. Yep. And if pastors will start pushing this agenda, not all out on social media and yep. all that, just with your people that you're going to build up your people. Hey, man, let's get some doctors out of this church. Yeah. Let's let's put our money into these kids. Yeah. Let's get some lawyers yeah. out of this. So when yeah. you get in some mess, you, you ain't got to call out. somebody who don't give a damn about yeah. you. Done invested in it. <laughs> yeah. Now are you, you got this. Yeah. Are yeah. you really investing in your church? And that's the thing that right. I used to say about our church. And I even hate saying this because it's a love hate relationship. Now that I've been, you know, educated and learning about these things and being able to view things differently. How much we used to give money and have bake sales and stand out in front of Walmart and do all these things. And we were supposed to go on trips and we were supposed to see these things that never happened in right. our lifetime. And the last time I went back to the church was over five years ago, probably 10 and nothing was different there. Right, man. It's actually smaller. It right. was depressing for me to go back and see that right. that way. Right. Because that's our depressing. love, man. Yeah. I, lo man, I, I love still love it. the church. I, Bro, still I love, love my upbringing. Yeah, like I still I, love it. Yeah. I just wish that it, it could have been that different. much better yeah. if they would have let us have that church life that we had, but right. also would have given us the things that we wanted as kids, given us those experiences. Right. You know what I'm saying? I probably wouldn't have left Texacana, or even if I would have left Texacana and came here, I still would have been doing something to push to them build forward it up. or to help build it up. Say, so, hey, man, I was so. I, the first time I went to the movies, and my big sister, uh, Tasha Scott, to tell you this. Man, she was, I think she had just graduated, and I was going to the 10th grade, yeah, something like that. And, man, I thought the way I was brought up in the church, I thought people was going to be in there having sex. Yeah. Because they told and us not to finger. go to the movies. Yeah, My dad and them was one yeah. saying, no, nah, we. But once I got in high school, the first time I think about that, the first time I ever went to the movies, I was in the 10th grade. Yeah. Think about how crazy that all is. We and when I, bro, all I, when I walked in, I'm looking around nervous as hell. Like, I know somebody in here giving some head mm -hmm. or something, something in here. But, yep. man, people just sitting down watching, watching the movies. movies. You think people in there jacking off, sucking dick in <laughs> the back? <laughs> now, yeah, it happens. Sometimes, sometimes but they would have had you I've thinking that it happened that. all the time it's just like uh, not to be funny when they used to we used to want to move to the big city they was like you go up there that big city living it'll run you out of there you ain't ready for this and it's all this crime and it's like it's crime everywhere crime but everywhere. it's about where you live right. I'm not living in stop six Fort Worth right. you know what I'm saying right. like I'm living right out here in downtown right. so it's like I'm not even in those areas it's about what kind of life you live right. and what kind of uh, situations that you put yourself in but I always feel like the church uses scare tactics mm. like I said to keep you 
on the straight and narrow. There's a white priest, a white bishop. I forgot his name. He got YouTube videos too, where he said the church has used hell as the way to scare the hell, the living hell out of people. Yeah. It's an invention of the church yeah. to scare people. Who if somebody get hit my inbox up on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, tell me who going to hell and who ain't. I didn't ask plenty of pastors this. Explain to me who going to heaven and who going yeah. to hell. How you know this, my nigga? You yeah. got all this information. You claim to be way up here, yeah. and you shouldn't make a decision until you talk to your pastor first. Well, answer this question for me. Who went to hell and who didn't? Yeah. And then you would think, you would think, <laughs> if, if somebody asked me, who do you think goes to hell and who do you think goes to heaven? I would only think like the, the, the I would think more so like the rapists. Right. The uh, killers, you know, murderers right. who actually murder, not in self-defense, but like psychos, you know right. what I'm saying? Um, and narcissistic people. Right. But I think people like that, I wouldn't even say somebody who was cheating on somebody or who had a whole right. bunch of girls and a lot of sex. I wouldn't even say, oh, you're going to hell because you've been fornicating all this time. Right. Like, I mean, and then, you know, they got the Bible scripture where they like, it's going to be hard to get into heaven, like uh, trying to get a camel through the through needle of an needle eye. Of and it's like, yeah. well, you know what? You can't get a camel through the needle of an eye I unless it's a big ass jumbo <laughs> needle. So you basically telling us that it's nobody's involved. getting into heaven. It's impossible. Because that'll never happen. And nobody's going to live that perfect of a life to where they're not going to be able to be able to get into that. Man, it's crazy. It's a lot of conflicting, hypocritical, double standard type shit in the Bible. And nobody's explaining that. And I'm sitting here reading a lot of it. I just gave y'all scriptures that I guarantee you nobody can give me a historical, factual explanation to yeah. what I'm going to get. And I'm going to hit you up and I'm going to let yeah. you know when I, because I know I'm going to get hit up behind this. Yeah. Uh, Oh, brother, uh, uh, brother, uh, what it is is in Genesis, he said that it was foresight that he was using. I know the stories don't match up, but sometimes you just got to believe. That's what I was told by the, 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 when I left the last church, I was like, when I asked the question that couldn't get a, I couldn't get an answer for, I was told sometimes you just got to believe. What? Yeah. Why can't you, I'm not believing nothing else the rest of my life that can't be proven. Proven to me. But then you're going to get questioned. They're going to say, well, where's your faith? Right. Where's your faith? Everybody has a measure of faith. Yeah. We know that if you get out, I'm, I'm going to get out of my car here in a little bit and drive. I have faith and I'm, I'm going to get back, back to home. the house. Yeah. But what is that? Everybody has that. Yeah. So how is that anything powerful or special? Yeah. Or if something good happens to you or you didn't die in this automobile accident, you giving all this credit. And then if I was a doctor, I'd be mad as hell. Now I done worked and done all this surgery on your black ass <laughs> and help you get over it. Thank you, God. Jesus. Yeah. What? What See, was Jesus, man? That's what the kind this? of stuff I be telling her. Yeah. I did that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. man and, and see, so many people have said things to me and got mad at me when I say that because I be like, I do believe that God, you know, they'll be like, okay, when I say something like that, I'll be like, uh-huh. I got a job or I went to school to get this job or I went and I put in the man hours and the manpower right. to get this job done. And they'll be like, but who woke you up to do that job? And I'm like, okay, okay. If, if there is that God thing, then thank yeah, you. he woke me up and thank you, Lord. <laughs> but he, I, he didn't strategically come up with this. Then they're going to be like, well, he gave you that brain. And it's like, well, do, is there any, do I get any props for the shit that I'm waking up every day to make happen? Because honestly, the success of this podcast, I don't think if God is the God that people say he is, he want my success with me talking about fuck shit, bitch, and sucking dick right. and, and questioning he God. Want that to be he wouldn't want that to be successful. If he is he if he's really controlling things and he's making it like that, he wouldn't let me have a success. And you know, all the success that I've got on this podcast, job, graduating college, making it out of the streets, right. whatever, whatever, I still be like, Lord, I thank you. Thank you, God. Because you he clearly right. he's allowing me to make these mistakes and make this success. Right. This is my concept of God. 
God is a creator, he or she or whatever it is. I don't even care no more. Me neither. I don't think it matters. It'd be better so, if God was had some pussy. <laughs> and I, and I, boy, I, that's a whole nother historical right. story we can get into. But I ain't gonna touch that right now <laughs> because I'm gonna I'm hurt a lot of Muslims' feelings when I get I'm into that because sure. they they own books say out of the bosom of Allah yeah. and the last I mean out of the uh, womb of Allah yeah. and the last time I checked, uh, ain't no man got no womb. But anyway, no. uh, just an asshole. That's it <laughs> So anyway My concept of God Is a creator yeah. But I don't think God Has t- got his hand In nothing that's going on Yeah I don't think God Down here uh, Like a puppet master Controlling Rolling people's things. lives yeah. And yeah. this and that Cause my life Wouldn't have been As messed up As, as it what was. it was Yeah and a but lot they, of times, but they gonna blame it on you and say <laughs> that you did something that God had to show you or punish you or bring you to this point of understanding. Boy, he punitive. He punitive as hell, yeah. man. God, like, man, dude, let up. Yeah, let me. Like, live. man, where you go if 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 you love Bro, me so that, much yeah. or black people, man, let up on us with yeah. all this racial and stuff. And if we man. are the people of God, why have we been going through something so long, man? Whoa, for so long. Man. If we are, and they'll say maybe it ain't gonna be in your lifetime, but we ain't never been the head as a black people. <laughs> so you telling me in all this that's been going on all these years, we were ahead for a little bit back then, but ever since <laughs> whatever happened and I, we became diluted and sold off and whatever, and you'll have people that'll be like, well, black people, you know, Zulu nation sold a people too and whatever. Okay, yeah, but they didn't treat them, to my understanding, like whites treated us. And then historically, all that ain't even accurate, but that's yeah. something else we yeah. get into. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like, you just, you get to, I had got to a point where I was like, what is true? What is and true? now the way I live my life is I'd be like, you know what? I do what the fuck I want to do. Right. If I wake up and I want to go to church, I'm going to go to church. If I wake up and I want to put my meat in my hand and beat that motherfucker and go sit on the couch, that's what I'm going to do. Right. You are God. Man, listen. Now, if you created somebody, if I've been created in his likeness and in his image, like this Genesis Mm -hmm. says, then that means I'm like him. Yeah. You are God within your own self. You have gifts. Like, you have a gift for this. I don't have this gift. Yeah. This is your, I couldn't get on here and do what you do on a daily basis. Yeah. This is your gift. My gift is something else. Yeah. That's your God power. Yeah. People just aren't tapping into to it, it because yeah. you're, you, a lot of times you have to get outside of your own box yeah. to do to, so. To do stuff. Yeah. It's things I've said on this <laughs> podcast, man. And people be like, man, you be saying some real shit. I just got a text this morning and this guy was like, hey, man, um, He's like, I just started listening to your podcast because me and him hadn't talked in years and we've been reconnecting. And he was like, I, you know, I saw on Facebook, you put out a new episode and he was like, it's good shit, man. And he was like, the crazy thing about it is it's stuff that people are scared to say mm-hmm. or it's things that people think and they will never say. And he was like, we need that. And right. When I first started this podcast, it was two guys on with me. Um, and one of the guys, he's in the church and stuff like that. He probably would have been great to have here today. Right. Because y'all both probably would have been back and forth. It would have been a good debate pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I on, wasn't going to be yeah, 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 I just on the topic with Yeah, you. so yeah. it would have been something like that. But he was one of those guys that, like, when I first started talking about the way I, the things I talked about and cussing and whatever, whatever, right. he knew who I was. And when he came to the podcast, when it came time to, to create titles for the podcast, some of my uh, podcast titles were conflicting. Right. They were combative. Right. And he was like, well, you know, somebody at the church may listen to this and, you know, could you change the name of it? And for the first two times I did it. But then I was like, if I'm changing the name and I'm diluting this shit down, then the podcast saying the reality is where filter becomes extinct becomes a lie. It is. It does. It becomes a lie. Right. It becomes a lie that if I come on here and somebody say, have you ever cheated? And I say, no, when I know I have. Right. It's a lie. If somebody right. said, have you ever sold right. drugs? And I say, no, when I know I have. Right. Just to be scared or nervous of something right. or to embellish shit to make me look better or sound better. Right. I'm still a great guy with all the faults and all the things man, that I've done. Man. 
every mistake, every woman who may have cheated on me or lied to me, they are still great people great who are people. flawed and working to get better, hopefully, every day. My as man, listen. That's I why love, I don't pass that much judgment. Man. Me either. I love my wife to death. Still got mad love for my ex-wife. She's yeah. a great woman. She's yeah. a great mother to my daughter. Yeah. Like she's with her right now, and I know my daughter is good. Say it. I ain't have a baby by one of these old clown women out yeah. here. I, my ex-wife is straight. She cool with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, we just didn't work out. Yeah. And that's life. People can't accept yeah. things just not working out. So let me ask you this. <laughs> with marriage, with you being married, I've never been married. I know you talked about sex being one of those things that broke it up. And mm-hmm. then you come back and you also say that she's a great woman. Mm-hmm. Have you been questioned by somebody where they say, you left because of sex? No, because that wasn't a, that wasn't the main thing. That's okay. just a very small man. We, you know, as small as sex is, it's just, it's just it's major. Big. It's major. I just posted the other day. I said sex is not the most important thing in the relationship, it's but not. sex is the most important thing in the relationship <laughs> the because side. it ain't, but it is. It's a it's a double edged sword. It's a double edged sword, bro. It really is. Now, and and and, and to and anybody thinking about getting married out there, I'm telling you, you, what you have to do is you have to get with somebody that equally yoke scripture in the Bible ain't got nothing to do with your church and yeah. your religious belief. That has to do with lifestyles. Yeah. You have to be equally yoked. Yeah. Man, that listen, I love that, that my ex-wife to death, yeah. brother. But man, we didn't have nothing in common. Yeah. Nothing. I want to go hang like uh, like if you do throw a get together here, I want to come hang. Yeah. She wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. And and at first they used to bother me, but I got to I was like, man, that, oh, that's who she is. Yeah. So once I seen that that divide when we first got married, I was in my early 20s, so yeah. I'm young. I'm just living life. Yeah. I wasn't thinking, but as I got older, I got to looking like, man, we ain't got nothing in common. Mm-hmm. I'm six years into this before I realized yeah. it. And you start growing mm-hmm. and, and you start developing and you start to change. And what people don't understand is the, the hard part about relationships and it's funny how no matter what the title is on the podcast, we get back to relationships because relationships with friends and in significant others is so important. Right. But I think you got to learn that you continue to grow. Right. And as you grow, you do start to grow apart. You do. And I've said it before to people. I'm like, it's okay that if you grow apart, right. but you got to acknowledge that. Right. And be willing to say, hey, I just don't think we're growing in the same capacity. Like you said, you're still able to have a relationship with your, right. your, your, uh, your child's mother. Right. But. We don't have to be together. We just need to be friends and we need to work on this business. We need to work on this relationship. We need to work on this job. We need to work on whatever it is we have. Right. And then say, you know what? This is going to be hard, but we can make this work. We can make it work. And if you really love me, I want you to be happy. You want me to be happy, and that's the way it should go. And people when you have, told me you was getting divorced, I was like, "Damn, you couldn't believe it, huh?" I couldn't. Like you, nobody saw that coming. Yeah. I, and I'm not the type to put my put business shit on there. Facebook. And, and every and time we have an argument, yeah. I see people do that stupidity every day. It's people I'm close to it. I don't care who gets offended by yeah. this family or friends. Yeah. That is stupid. Man. Yeah. That's Quit where me. And, all and, your, and I know you ain't talked about. You ain't heard about me and my brother. But that's where we, bro, ain't talked to him since April because of that. Man, but you just got to stop doing yeah. that, though. You can't put all your business no, on your no book and social yeah. media and then wonder why folks are all in your business. Or wonder why people don't talk to you no more. Right. Quit doing all of that. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to go into details of why yeah. me and my ex-wife ain't together no yeah. more. But I'm going to tell you how close-minded people yeah. are about that. There's a lady from the church that me and my ex-wife used to go to before I left. Lady I loved and cared about a lot, man. And... After we split up, you could tell people, man, people were wishing and hoping I died, bro. Like they were praying on my destruction because you I didn't even to because divorce. we ain't, I ain't at this church no more and I ain't with her no more. So this lady come up to me. I go to pick up my daughter from a birthday party, and her exact words to me were, "She asked me, how are you doing?" 
I said, I'm doing fine, bro. Keep in mind, I had just, we were going through the divorce. Yeah. This is in 2015. Bro, I suffered through depression. Bro, I was low, dog. I was hurt, that. bro. I've been married for nine years, yeah. man. I was I was yeah. hurt. I'm looking for some love. Yeah. That lady asked me how I was doing. I said, I'm, I'm doing okay. She said, I'm surprised. This is a church lady, bro. She said, I'm surprised and walked off. So that put me in the mindset of, man, there's some niggas out here that want, want me to fall on my they face, see me bro. Bro, they, they want nails. me to die. Yeah. If I were to die, they'd be like, ha, look at what yeah. God did. Yeah. That's what they wanted yeah. to say. But nigga, I'm still here. <laughs> but that's the funny thing about it, bro. When people do want to see you fall. And sometimes it's like people are shitty people, but it's like, do you not realize that you are a shitty person? Right. Not all the time. And I've said this before. Not all the time are people hating on you. You just may be a shitty motherfucker. <laughs> right. You just you, a terrible person. You just a terrible goddamn person. And then, then people are running the church. I know a lot of dudes like that. Yeah. Right? And you ain't took care of your kids their whole life. Yeah. You ain't done nothing. And yeah. now you want to run the church. Yeah. And now you're saving and holy you and all that. You still ain't worth a damn. Yeah. Go ask your son or your daughter. Yeah. 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 You still ain't worth a quarter The but church you, yeah. is the perfect scapegoat yeah. For sorry Negroes yeah. It's just like going into jail And joining uh, being a Muslim Right don't, can, don't mean you ain't a criminal Don't mean you ain't a criminal You just put on the little, <laughs> little knit hat And you push in the trip So you can get some protection yeah. in there So that's they it. won't get your booty and in there And that's the same thing about being in the world You go to church to get some protection from your You, you go your to get lifestyle. protection from your lifestyle And the label that people will put on you Right But it's funny because I was going to go back to what you were saying about When you, you know, got a divorce You know, especially if a man is leaving They think that you're okay all the time You man, know, like, 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 like I've even told my girlfriend this and I've even told other girls that I may have broken up with or when it's rough times, like just because I'm nonchalant and I don't show all these emotions and wear my shit on my sleeve don't mean that I don't cry, don't mean that I don't hurt or don't mean that I don't bruise and I can't break. Men are the same way. We just carry about life the way life should be carried about. That's why so many people got scared about uh, Hillary outside of all the things she did, not wanting a woman to be president because women base themselves so much off emotion. Men do too, but it's like we're able to cover it up a little bit more and just go about our daily lives and our business. And women are a little bit more, you know, um, emotionally. Emotional. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to say weak because they're not weak. Yeah. yeah, and it's okay to do that. It's but it's right. like, yeah. don't think that for a second that because we moved on with our lives, or not to be funny, they may see you with your wife now and be like, uh, he with whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's right. like, I need, like you said, I needed love. And if right. I haven't seen nothing else from Felicia, bro, <laughs> she always showing you love from the first time I met her to whatever's on Facebook. And normally when I see stuff on Facebook with people showing emotions to relationships or couples, I'm like, man, this yeah, is bullshit. Or get out of here. But you or know they, us personally. But I know, and it's like, I know she's not doing that for a show. I know she's not like, ha ha, whatever, whatever. You want me to tell you what? why, bro? It's because this is the way you should approach a relationship. Now, this might not be for everybody. Yeah. This is how I did it. After I got a divorce, mm-hmm. Uh, me and her start dealing with each other. I was dealing with other women. Yeah. She knew it. Yeah. Like I would have sex with a chick yeah. and come over to her house yeah. that same night and yeah. we hang out and yeah. like go out and she'd be like, uh, oh, you been in them streets, huh? I can tell you tired. This, that, and this. So like, <laughs> this was like my friend. She yeah. would burn me up all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, you think you're just going to go out here with all these hoes and then just come over oh, and yeah. kick it with me? I was yeah. like, man, come on, let's just go out. Yeah. Bro, we did that for like a, a whole year yeah. until I finally seen I was like, we. She asked me to go to her uh, uncle's funeral with, her. and I was like, man, it's crazy. So I went to her uncle's funeral, 
And then, man, that conversation we had that week, yeah. I was like, I, I'm in, I, I'm in love with this woman. Like all these other women don't even matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like I totally started to lose all interest in these yeah. other women. And focus on her. And then she hit me with that monkey knuckle. She was like, oh, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm seeing some other guy. I mean, yeah. what you gonna do? I'm like, oh, she pulled my card in. Yeah. <laughs> like my boy Toby yeah. said, it worked. She checked my oil, and it was a quart low. <laughs> Baby, she checked my oil and it was a couple quarts low. And I was like, oh, no, ain't nobody finna get you. Yeah. And that made me step into it. But what we did is we naturally let it flow away, right? Yeah. It was no rules to it. Yeah. I knew she was seeing somebody else yeah. while we were kicking it. Yeah. We, we wasn't a couple. Yeah. She knew I was seeing other people. We just let it happen, yeah. bro. So what I are your organically thoughts on, let it happen. And that's the way it should be. What are your thoughts on dating from a perspective of... My mama told me this, bro. And I was surprised my mama told me this. This is post-full gospel. Right. She was like, you single till you get married. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, that's tough. Yeah. She's like, you could be in a relationship. She's like, I'm not saying go out and hoe while you're in a relationship. She's like, but if something happened to happen or whatever the case may be, she was like, you don't ever disrespect a woman and drag her through the mud. But mistakes are to be made. Or if you find another person that organically something just happens and you want to try her or y'all have an interest, just make sure you leave that situation before you start that. Man, man. She, but she, Boy, that's but real. That so many right. people stay in relationships and they like, they like something else and they see something else, but they feel like they're obligated to right. like they're married. And it's like, you're not married to this motherfucker. Right. You owe them nothing. They owe you nothing. Right. If you want to go do something, you fucking go do it. You go find what's best you for you. You just got to be able to live with the consequences. That's it. Because you, you may go out there and it's wrong and then you done lost whatever you had there. Ooh, 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 but you know tough. what? What the fuck is life if you don't ain't making them risk? T- <laughs> I ain't nothing like taking a risk. <laughs> ain't nothing. It, taking a, when I think about taking a risk in life, it's like going into some pussy with no condom. <laughs> You that's trust that she ain't got nothing. You know risk. you ain't got nothing. Ooh, that's a life but let me enjoy risk. it. Let me enjoy this nut and this whole thing. And I, but 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 you know what? When you're done, you be like, "Fuck! I hope she ain't got nothing. And I hope nothing don't nothing come down the pipeline. And it's by God's hand, God's grace, by God's hand, Hi-ya. that you don't have. I felt something. Then. Ooh, I you felt have... it in my left hand. Then you don't have nothing wrong right with now. you, bro. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, bro. You, you just got to organically Listen people Organically live life You got to man And to all my ladies That's going to be the name of the podcast Artis Do not let me forget that Organically live life Organically live That's life That's perfect man <laughs> It's so amazing That was a guy saying It's so amazing how titles come to you Because I right. do this every time I do a podcast Right I always be like As I'm going through it Is what somebody says And I'm like That's going to be the name of the podcast right. And I may do that three or four times right. And then it's like boom You know what's so funny about this bro Doing this podcast My mom told me When I was young she was like, you've lived through so many things. There's so much shit I could tell you, bro, that has happened to me. Because, you know, we've always been friends and we kept in contact. Right. But, you know, we ain't been able to just catch up and right. tell things that, that have happened. Right. But my mom told me, she was like, I always thought you would be a preacher. And I was like, huh. you? Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> where I came up with, I'm not a pastor. And I was talking to her this like a year ago. And she was like, I thought you was going to be a preacher. I just really thought that. She was like, because you've always been a leader. You've always been different, so on and so forth. And she was like, if you're trying to be funny, she's like, you're actually preaching right now. She's like, your podcast really is, is your she, ministry. Yeah, she's like, it's your ministry. She's like, you may not be preaching in a Christian sense or a pastoral sense. She's like, but you are telling your life experiences and you are telling stories and you're allowing other people to come on and right. tell their stories and their experiences to where they can learn. And those things that they are scared to say, you are saying. And when you talk about depression, Man, and you tell real. your lows, people are like, whoa, like you saying about depression. We, you know, back when we, the way we grew up, if we was depressed 
or if a gay person had gay thoughts, it was always told to pray it away. Right. And it's like, no, I need some counseling. I need right. some real help. And I don't need right. counseling inside of a church to where you're going to feed me biblical scriptures of how to get well. Right. When I could go to a person who is a licensed professional who has been testing the mind, the body, right. and the spirit to know what to tell somebody. Right. And sometimes you don't need nobody to tell mm-hmm. you shit. You just need somebody to shut the fuck up and listen. Listen to you, A-Ray. Oh, man, you hit That's the it. nail on the head. That's all you need somebody to do sometimes is listen. I told my mama one time. She's a nurturer. She's my mother. Mm-hmm. Every time I would call her, she would listen. And right after I stopped talking, she would start talking mm-hmm. about a solution. And I was like, Ma, I ain't even here for a solution. I have to tell Ortiz and my girl the same thing. I'm not listening. I'm not telling you this for a solution. Right. I'm telling you this because it's on my mind. It's on my heart. And I just need to release it into the air mm-hmm. and get it out there. And for you to say, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. If you need anything, let me know. And I'm there. Man. That's it. Man. I don't need you to fix my life. Right. I don't need a young Alana Van Zandt. <laughs> need I don't her. need that. I never need her. You know what I'm saying? I won't. I just need somebody <laughs> to listen to me when I say these things because half the time when we talk to people, when we ask people these questions, <laughs> we already know what we want to do. Right. And we know what we're going to do. Right. We just want to get it out there. Yes, got to get it out. And that's the most important thing, man. I, I, man, you, man, you, man, what you're saying, like, you're, this, this that you're doing is going to really, really, really blow up. Because it's genuine yeah. And you know and people tell me that But yeah. I guess I because I listen to so the Zoe Wood Morning Show I don't yeah. know if you listen to Zoe Nah I've heard about it Man but I that dude Man it. you gotta I'm telling you bro This is along the same lines yeah. as that And it has been blown up Yeah I'm telling you It's cats like you and other I, I see what you're doing And yeah. it's gonna blow up And you're gonna help people man yeah. You're gonna change lives yeah. Because you're being organic yeah. And you're keeping it real Sometimes you're gonna step on people's toes Oh of So course. like when we talked about The church stuff earlier oh, Man know. we not trying to hit yeah. nobody We just giving our, our truth. Yeah. This is my truth. Yeah. Your truth is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This is my truth. And, and might, I love everybody, yeah, especially everybody I used to go to church with yeah. when I see them. It's nothing but love. I ain't got no problem yeah. with nobody. I ain't down but talking you know they got a problem with us. But and it's fine. Yeah, it's and fine. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, me too. I'm okay, but that don't mean yeah. what I say ain't yeah. the truth. Yeah. When we had uh when I think you was there at John's funeral. Yeah. When John passed away. My uh, boy. Yeah, shout, shout that, out. That was man. like the hardest Yeah, that was like the hardest thing to happen because it was like somebody it's not to be funny, it's like me and you sitting right here in one of us dying. One of us dying. That's my brother, yeah, man. It's that close. still bothers me. Every time I go listen to Paul and him play, yeah, bro, it's like he's missing. I look at school and, and like, like school and my school dog, taking it there. Boy, yeah. That's my that John John. Yeah, man. there's something different it's about it, man. Digger, man. But I remember when I went to his funeral, bro. It was a couple people there that we grew up with, and you know everybody was speaking to me because it was kind of like prodigal son coming home. I ain't been to the church <laughs> since I left, so everybody's speaking to me, and I see one guy, and like I reached out to shake his hand, and that nigga literally like looked right through me. That's crazy, and I was bro. like. Okay, well, it's some, like that, really. I'm like, I left when I was a kid. I left I when I was like 17. Yeah. Like, I genuinely have love for these yeah. folks, man. Yeah. Are you that yeah. mad at me? Because you, know you thought are, I was yeah. going, you thought you was going to die, right? Yeah. What I tell you earlier, yeah. what they thought about me. Yeah. Nigga thought you was going to yeah. take an A. But that's this the nigga thing. Yeah. Get, and, he and I told her, I told Artesia <laughs> that I was like, when we left the church, so many people thought we were going to fail. My mom used to hate it because you know me, bro. Like, I was bad as fuck. Me and Sean James, right? We used to cut up. We all were. You know what I'm saying? We was cutting up. We was doing certain shit, and it was like, I didn't listen to nobody because I didn't have no daddy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes niggas used to be like, hey, Ray, man, pull it back. You, 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 you chilling. Right. You know, but it's like, bro, everybody thought I was going to fail. And I remember my mom saying, um, Wanda McFadden, shout out to Marvell and Wanda McFadden. Shout out. And she was like, Wanda told her, all these people want your son to fail. All these people think your son is just a knucklehead who's going to end up in jail. Right. She's like, but I'm telling you, Romania, he's going to be the one that's taking care of you Man. and looking out for you over your other son. Man. You cannot judge. And that's judge. what's happening right now. Bruh, you cannot judge no. nobody off of what. Man, they used to say that about my little sister, yeah. Christian. Yeah. 
It was people at the church. And she married Grown women successful. at the church yeah. saying that, oh, because she was kind of fly at the mouth. Yeah. You know, yeah. Christian wasn't going to take yeah, that. Take you couldn't handle her in any kind of way. So they used to say, yeah, she going to be the first one in her age group to have a baby. Well, she ain't had one after she got married well into her 20s. But I'm watching niggas have babies left and right. Yeah. All the time, and I, no shot, yeah. no shot. No I'm just keeping it 100. I My sister got small. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, and, and and it's crazy because church people be wanting you to fail. Man, man. When you leave, you when you leave their tribe, air quotes. When right. you leave their tribe, it's like or their cult. They want you to fail. They want so they can have something to talk yeah. about. They, they. It's like, and not to be funny, you saw so many people. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the young guys in the church who did leave the church and they failed. But you know what? Their intentions for leaving wasn't the right intentions. Right. When we left, we left because we felt bigger things were in life. I remember standing up as a 14-year-old kid in the church testifying for the first time in my life. And when I testified, I remember at the end of it, I said, hey, Bishop Cannon, I'll be here for you. And anytime you need me, so on and so forth. Because that's what I had saw other young men do before me. And you're 14. And, I, and I'm 14. And I yeah. thought that's what I was supposed to do because right. I was so impressionable at that right. age. But as I got older, I was like, I don't want to live in this country-ass town my whole goddamn life. <laughs> if I was still in Texarkana right now, I would probably be working at a plant. Working at Red River. I probably have about three, four kids and married to oh, a woman boy. that has blown up that I don't even want to have sex with. So then what would happen is I would end up fucking one of them little white girls or a young girl down oh, there man. because that's the next best thing. And get talked about. And get talked about. Oh, man. Why would you want that fucking life? Joke was just sitting back, not living. Not living, bro. Man, I mean, I'm seeing cats my age that look like they... 49, yeah, 50 years yeah. old. They like, bro, what like, are life, you doing? Life is hard on them, bro. Man, it is, yeah. Doc. So, bro, we just got to enjoy life. Listen, man, enjoy life and and enjoy the things in life, yeah. man. And quit letting people control you. You can believe whatever you want to be yep. believe. Be a part of whatever religion you want, yep. but do not be a slave to it. Do not be a slave to it. Question everything. If you don't question, if you go and ask somebody a question, because I've done this with, with some preachers, yeah. ask them a question, they get mad, man, that's a nigga that's, you don't need that, to be dealing you with. You don't want to be on his leadership. You don't want to fool with that cat. You don't want to be on his leadership. He's just there to control you. If he can't give you an answer, or at least say, man, I don't know, let me get back with you. Yeah. Or something like that. You don't need to fool with that with cat, him. man. That's anybody. Let it you. be. <laughs> Got We're going to wrap it up, man. Uh, We're going to do this again, most definitely. Yes, sir. Um, where can they find you on social media? Uh, Facebook, I'm pretty corny, dude, man. All I got is Facebook and Instagram. I ain't got no Twitter and all of that. I need to get it, though, man. You can find me on, I don't even know what my Instagram is, Elvis underscore Scott Jr. I think that's what it yeah. is on Instagram. And on, and on Facebook, it's just Elvis it's Scott, right? Elvis Scott. Yeah, you'll see me and my wife in the profile picture. Man, just just get on there, man. Uh, hit me up, man. If you got any questions, I'm not going to get mad at you. If you, yeah. if you have an absolute problem with yeah. what I said today, that's fine, man. Yeah. We can talk about it. I'm not going to curse you out. I'm not going to be mad at you. None of that it's type so of stuff. I'm, I'm happy to agree to disagree. Call my daddy, because I know some of y'all going to do that. Call and tell on me, like I done been told on before for stuff I post on Facebook, so I can tell him to his face exactly what I, I said on the podcast and, and let him feel, hear it. And I still feel yeah, the same I'm way. Because I'm 37 and I'm all right. Yeah, I can do that. All right, man, so be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. Also follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, and Facebook. You can also listen to a previous podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, Listen Notes, and more. Also, if you would like to be a guest on the show or you would like us to answer some of your questions from your perspective or from our perspective, you can email us at info at therealityis.com. That's info at T-H-A, therealityis.com. Or call and leave us a message at 469 
651-351-9681. And we'll be sure to answer that question from our perspective in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on. We don't care if it's a good review. We don't care if it's a bad review. We just want to hear from you. And as I always say, always remember to inhale courage to excel success. Bo, appreciate you for coming on. Anytime, my brother. Man, we're going to definitely do this again, man. <laughs> really? We're going we gonna to hurt somebody's feelings. But I don't care Like you said We're gonna change some lives we got, I mean you gotta be able To listen to what's right What's wrong And question Like you said Question everything Maybe I'll name the podcast that Question everything Everything I don't care Question what we, we talking said about today. right now today Go back in those scriptures I gave you Take those Genesis chapter 1 And chapter 2 To your pastor Read Tell him to read Both chapters yeah. And tell him to explain to me why chapter one man and woman was created to have dominion and they were made at the same time. And God had to be talking to a woman when he said, make us in his own, make us, uh, let us make them in our own image. Because yeah. he made a man and a woman right after that. So it wasn't Jesus or the Holy Ghost yeah. he was talking to. So go ask your pastor that. Just take that information to him see what he said. All right, man. We'll be back next week, man. Y'all enjoy. Because every nigga love birthday cake. And every time I come around, I can tell you be looking at me. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.